All right, folks, gather around. This is Ladybird Johnson. This um, image is from a Time cover from 1964. It was published in August. Um, she had just been First Lady for about nine months at that time. And the article focused on how she was different from Jackie Kennedy. And when you compare the two of them side by side, um, a lot of the comparisons were more favorable towards Jackie. She was elegant, she was cosmopolitan, she was well-styled, she was young and energetic. And then you get Lady Bird Johnson, who was an elegant poise woman, but she was... One of the newspaper articles of the time described her as very beige in comparison to Jackie Kennedy. Um, but she was poised, she was very typical of a upper middle class suburban housewife who spent her time at the clubs um, doing social causes and things like that. This portrait shows her and um, it was on the cover of Time magazine and it was done by a Ukrainian artist whose name I cannot pronounce, but it's Boris Archgabaskov. Um, he worked for Time magazine, not exclusively, but he had 200 covers with the magazine from 1941 to just before his death in 1965. So he was very prolific during the time period that he was active as an artist. Um, to go more about Lady Bird Johnson, you will see influences of her work all around Washington, D.C. She was a pioneer or a innovator for wildflowers and native plants, her, best known for the Highway Beautification Act, which reduced the number of billboards on the sides of the roads and also encouraged areas to plant native wildflowers. One of the ways that she kind of argued for this was you don't have to mow wildflowers. And one of the things that she thought was Vermont should look like Vermont with Vermont native plants in Vermont sceneries, and Texas should look like Texas with Texas naked plants in Texas sceneries. And so here in Washington, D.C., she, um, as First Lady, she organized the Society for a More Beautiful Capital. And together in four years, they planted two million bulbs of daffodils and some of these daffodils are currently blooming if you drive along the Rock Creek Potomac Parkway just as you come past that steep embankment over by P Street and the Rose Park. Those are part of her result. Um, they planted several cherry blossom trees down on Haynes Point. Prior to that, they had only been on the Tidal Basin and in the central downtown areas. And um, she was also responsible for a grove of evergreen trees to be planted along the GW Parkway. Shortly, or a short distance away from where those evergreen trees are planted on the GW Parkway is the Lady Bird Johnson Memorial Park, which is actually visible from Haynes Point, and you can see it. So it's, she really did leave an impact on DC as a first lady and the rest of the country. Um, some of the other things that she did as first lady that really set her apart was she was the first, first lady to have both a press secretary, a chief of staff, and an outside liaison with Congress. And through these people, she helped to manage her husband's public image. She was the soft part of the relationship. Johnson was famous for giving people the treatment and 
screaming and yelling at them and roughing up whatever rough edges there were to rough up and being incredibly gruff and boisterous. And she was the calming influence. She was the one who soothed hurt feelings. She was the one that was there to, really, he's not that bad. He means well, <laughs> which was kind of one of the balancing parts of their relationship. They were both from Texas. He met her through friends, and they had known each other for just 10 weeks before they got married. And he actually proposed to her on the first date. And she said, no, I want to wait. It's not that I'm not saying no, it's that it's quick. Um, and when, he fi when she finally did agree, they drove from where she was living in Austin to San Antonio, got married, and then moved to Washington, D.C. He was working as a senator's aide at the time, and then shortly after their marriage, ran for the House. He spent 12 years in the House, 12 years in the Senate, three years as vice president, and a little over five years as president. And through all that time, she was his second in command. She really did take an active role in his political career without overshadowing it, unlike Eleanor Roosevelt, who had a very political, very forward role as first lady and championed her own causes, sometimes in opposition to her husband. Lady Bird did not. She did champion her own causes, but she always made a point to get her husband's support and to support her husband's causes. She really did strongly believe in his war on poverty and in his civil rights work, and he really helped her out when it came to the Highway Beautification Act. So it was a balancing act. They were married for 39 years. She um, outlived him by almost 39 years. She died just recently in July of 2007. And because of her work in and around the Austin area after her husband's presidency ended, she was responsible for cleaning up uh, Town Lake in Austin and making sure that the trails were actually usable. Shortly after her death, despite all her protests during her life, they renamed Town Lake to Lady Bird Johnson Lake in her honor for her efforts to make it a lovely place to go visit. Um, I'm sure there's more, and I know there's more. She was the longest Secret Service protectee, and she was protected by the Secret Service for 44 years. Question. Sure. Uh, one of my impressions of her was that she was a businesswoman, that she bought and managed radio stations. She, she did. Um, it was early on, it was before, it was in the 1940s, early 1940s, she bought the radio station. It was several million dollars in debt when she bought it, and after seven months of ownership, she had managed to turn a profit of $48 and continued the success of this radio station, ended up acquiring a television station and CBS affiliate rights for the Austin area. So she was really the first professional first lady. Yes, she had a career of her own, and she, she brought money into the marriage. Um, from her husband, or from her father and her mother. Uh, her father was the owner of a general store in Karnak, Texas, and he was incredibly successful. He did everything from 
needle, thread, seed, ginning your cotton, renting you the land to grow your cotton on so you could come back and sell him the cotton and the seed. And, the, and um, did a little bit of dabbling in oil when oil started to grow in Texas, but really most of his money was made just from the general store. And she had a bit of inheritance from that, and she had a bit of inheritance from when her mother died. And she used her inheritance as she saw fit, even if he did not necessarily think it was a wise investment. She was more than, and she inherited a lot of her business acumen from her father. She graduated cum laude from University of Texas with a degree in journalism. She also had a degree in the arts and um, a teaching certificate just in case. She was really, she was orphaned at a young age by her, well, her mother died at a young age. She wasn't orphaned. Um, and her father had her mother's sister, her maternal aunt, raise her. And her maternal aunt was kind of a wispy kind of woman, not real substantial, not real independent, not. And so that was one of the things that Lady Bird decided she really didn't want to be. She didn't want to be dependent on her brothers or her husband or her father for any of her support. And so she took that example as something she didn't want to do and we didn't want to be. And then she also took the example of some of her future stepmothers who were just a little too the other direction for her. They were either sassy or overly sexual or whatever. She just, she found women who she admired and she tried to mimic them, but she always wanted to have some sort of independence and some means of supporting herself without needing a man, which is kind of interesting because she stayed married for so long, even though it was, it was, it was a marriage. Um, and they, he was unfaithful and she never commented about it. And actually prior to the Clinton scandal, she had been interviewed um, several years after Clinton had gotten into office, but before all of his discretion started to become known. And she's like, well, you just don't talk about those things. That's between, and anytime anybody asked her about it, she wouldn't answer. And so when the Clinton scandal broke and Miss Clinton, Hillary Rodham, didn't say anything. She's like, why not? Why should she? It's not your business. And so she even, prior to, she's like, people don't need to know everything about politicians. They just need to. So, um, but, um, so they stayed married for their entire, or his entire life. And um, she, but she was, she was a successful business. She was educated. Prior to meeting LBJ, she had sent off for information to teach in Alaska and Hawaii. And at the time, in the 1930s, both of those areas were still territories. So it was the most adventurous thing she could think of doing while doing something that wasn't quite out of the ordinary. It was expected or not frowned upon for a woman to become a teacher. So she was, she was trying to find a way to become her own woman, but not ruffle too many feathers. She wanted some independence, but didn't want to be seen as one of those independent women. It's, it was a balancing act. How did she get the name Lady Bird? It was a nickname given to her. There's contradictory ways that it was given to her. Some people say her father gave it to her. Some people say it, her nurse gave it to her. Um, the most frequent attribution is her nurse. It's another word for ladyboat. Mm -hmm. 
No. Her official White House portrait shows her in a yellow gown, and it's a bust shot from about here up. If you go to the White House Historical Association or the White House website, they have that shown up there. No, this was, um, at the beginning we talked about it. it was a Time Magazine cover, and it was published in August of 1964. What was the conclusion of the article that compared her to Jackie Kennedy? How did Time come out on Lady Bird Johnson? That she was a good woman, and she was plain, but she was going to do things her way. Mm -hmm. um, it was not unfavorable, but it was very much a comparison of how she was very much different from Jackie Kennedy, and it was going to be a simpler time at the White House, not nearly so extravagant. And they did talk about um, when the Italian president came and visited how they had Italian opera and a sing-along, including a rousing rendition of Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> so she did definitely put her own spin on entertaining at the White House. And they did a lot of outdoor barbecues on the South Lawn. Well, thanks a lot, Thank you all for coming. Um, our observation of Women's History Month and our celebration of First Ladies continues next week with a presentation by Sid Hart about Martha Washington. Hope we'll see you there. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. <laughs>